Welcome to Solace, Soul Plus Grief. I'm Candy Lucas, your host. Aftercare coordinator from Catholic Cemeteries who makes this podcast possible. When we started out this mission, we hoped to offer a place for people to come, think about their grief, walk with God, understand their journey, share their journey, and be welcomed into our healing circle of love. Today, the format is a little different than on previous episodes. The subject is miscarriage. First is an anonymous woman's personal story. The second segment are some facts about grieving a miscarriage and how that grief might be different. And third is a prayer poem from the first century by Shmuel Hanagid, who was the Prime Minister of Granada, when it was a Muslim state with a large Jewish community that also bore its Spanish roots. So join us today for this special edition on Miscarriage Grief. Miscarriage is death before life. But mostly my heart was shattered in a million different ways I hadn't anticipated. From the moment I realized you were growing in my body, I loved you. I hoped for you. I prayed for you. I imagined a future with you. Then it was all gone. It wasn't gone in an instant, but over an agonizing three or four days. And so the grief was extended in an agonizing way. I left my room, I went back to my room, I stayed in my bed and cried there. It is the most lonely I have ever felt in my life. No one could join me in this grief. No one could feel like I was feeling as this life was slipping away from me. I laid in my bed. I got up, I went to the bathroom, I went back to my room and laid in my bed. Once in the middle of the night, I called my father, just so I could feel less alone. 
His voice came over the phone. And as my baby's life was slipping from me, he just talked to me. So I wasn't alone in the night. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't experiencing this alone. It just felt lonely. As if the planet was swirling around me and there was only darkness. Of course, it happened during the day as well. But in when I remember that time, It feels like a perpetual night. It feels like there were no mornings. I don't know what I did during the day. I don't know if there was a day. I only remember lying in my bed is falling, feeling like the world was small and small and smaller, and I couldn't reach down and put her back. Miscarriage is death before life. It happens in a hundred different ways. Women wake up in the morning, go to the bathroom, and find they've lost a baby. They go to the doctor for their regular checkup and find they've lost a baby. They go into labor early and find they've lost a baby. Miscarriage grief is real. When you lose a living person, Most people accept that your grief will not follow a prescribed timeline. That's not always so. An early pregnancy lost. Many people feel their grief is disproportionate 
and that they're expected to get over it and move on. Some people don't experience significant grief over an early loss, and some people have never lost a pregnancy, so you can see how they might not understand how you feel. And it's important to understand that because when you lose a pregnancy and then don't receive the sympathy and the support you need, the intense emotions you feel can become even scarier. I did a little research on normal grief after miscarriage to help understand what it can feel like. What is universally accepted is that the intensity of grief is not tied to the length of the pregnancy, but to many other factors, including how long it took to get pregnant, how much the baby was longed for, the context of a woman's reproductive story, and how much support the couple receive after the loss. Miscarriage grief is not related to how long you were pregnant. A common misunderstanding about miscarriage is that a woman will experience less grief if she loses the baby early. A woman who's lost her child at 11 weeks may be as distraught as a woman who lost her child at 30 weeks. 80% of pregnancy losses are the first trimester. Women often don't tell others about their pregnancy during the first trimester and might try to keep from getting too excited due to fears about a loss. However, a woman who miscarries at eight weeks may experience it as the loss of a child and grieve it as much as someone else with a later loss experiences it with lesser intensity. When you have a miscarriage, not only do you lose your pregnancy and baby, you lose your hopes and dreams of the future. Your body isn't working the way you always expected it would. You lose control of, of feeling healthy and normal. And it feels so unfair that everyone else can have babies, no matter how far along you were. When a pregnancy fails, you lose a part of your reproductive story. Miscarriage grief is related to your bond with your baby. Our loss can be minimized and invalidated by others, which leads us to question our feelings of grief. Unrecognized or not, it is the strength of the bond with our baby, not the length of the pregnancy that determines the depth of our grief. So our grief is a normal reaction to a broken bond. Miscarriage grief is often not acknowledged. A miscarriage is a psychologically challenging event. Unlike the loss of other family members, the grieving individual has had few direct life experiences or actual times with the deceased to review, remember, and cherish. There is no publicly acknowledged person to bury or establish rituals to structure mourning and gain support. And often, relatively few opportunities are present to express thoughts and feelings about the loss due to the secrecy that often accompanies the early stages of pregnancy. When others do not know about the loss, they often fail to appreciate its impact 
or minimize it, making comments such as, it wasn't meant to be, or it's for the best. Miscarriage grief is very real. The grief you're feeling is real no matter how early in pregnancy you experienced the loss of a baby. You'll feel that loss deeply, even if you never saw your baby. You knew that he or she was growing inside of you, and you formed a bond, however abstract, the attachment. You felt it. The baby was responsible for your emotions during pregnancy. From the moment you found out you were pregnant, you imagined yourself a mother. A miscarriage is such a statistically common event, at least one in five pregnancies end this way, that it's often overlooked or minimized. But it was your baby, and it didn't survive, and your pain is real. Miscarriage grief is hard on Mother's Day and other holidays. You're not the only one. There's a woman faking a smile who feels just like you do. Somewhere in a very silent house, with no one to call, there's a woman who's tending the ache of her loss, just like you. Somewhere, standing in a shower, there's a woman who's feeling it all and letting tears come, just like you. Child of mine, death's angel, your specter. Soon the sun setting will turn you, and by evening stones divide us, earth's dust, your shroud. Neither splendor nor wealth could help you in your affliction, neither capital nor cup. I kissed you, your heart wouldn't have it though you lay like a healthy babe asleep. I wept, but you wouldn't reply. Your tongue held. And now, and you slept the sleep of forever. They'd given you wine in the cup of ancient death. I'll drink from soon. Give up, heart on bringing you back, on ever again seeing your likeness. I pledge myself now to abjectness, and if I ask for rest from my grief, to dying your death. Why should I force what custom requires when my heart feels like a moth-eaten shirt, and why mourn in the dirt beside you? Grief has broken my body's bearing. Why should I shatter pitchers and cups? The torn clothing will long be sewn. When my heart still stings as though ripped with thorns and the walls of my strength will weaken with pain after my clothes have been beaten and washed. And sorrow will cling to my leaning frame like staves in the rings of the ark, but rest in happiness beyond you will hover forever, strange to my mood. My language I'd ask of you in my life to lift up a sound of lament 
for my babe. I bathed you and dressed you and placed you in bed, and into my mouth came the voice of labor. And I brought you to your grave, my clothing torn, my family gathered, and I rose and went down and helped you to the world beyond. They said, He has taken your babe up, and I thought, Let him take me instead. And they said, Time will heal your hurt and you'll rest. And I answered in pain, On your balm of time, and all rest beyond my babe, a curse. Take my strength, my soul, for grief such as this it can't carry. Tell my babe, please, whom I long to see, whom my hands released to lostness. By the life of the living God, for the world, my babe will be in my blood like fire until I'm dust in the dust at the side. Twelve months have passed. And I still haven't fled the fowler's snare. My babe is in me, whose words would be like water when my heart was thirsty. Now when others come, not yours, the thought of your words within me is fire. A psalm to the hearer of prayer in my spirit forever. To praise him is proper who meets out justice to the children of men. Like the sun for all revealed in its sky, all who govern hard in their power. First he created youthful and soft, like grass and like labor, and the poplar and oak. But grief he created strong in its birth and weak in its growth, and wherever it festers in a thinking heart, heart is lost. For God without name to people is grace, neither language nor speech can measure. I'd said in my mourning, despair would quickly wear through my heart, which like an alley had narrowed with worry. But now, with solace is wide and my sorrow sheds like the flesh of my babe if my heart is stirred and at times I weep and the sadness still rises within me like hosts more often than not I'm calm like a woman whose heart is empty and burden light so the rock wounds and then heals the stricken May he who blankets the sky with night and wraps my mother's with dust forgive me and in his grace remember my goodness and with our mothers and sisters who were pure who were pure and his treasure count my babe as treasure.
That brings to a close another episode. I'm Candy Lucas, the aftercare coordinator for Catholic cemeteries in San Jose. I'm also a palliative care chaplain and a spiritual director. One-on-one spiritual direction is available at no charge through Catholic cemeteries. Please subscribe to this podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. You can contact us through the email or phone number in the show notes. Be gentle with yourselves. Travel with God. Vaya con Dios. Mm-hmm.